teaching ministry of Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, the senior pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Let me start from the book of John in chapter 20. He just said to me now, I said, whatever I do is permanent. And that is mean, that's quite meaningful for somebody. To someone, you understand what he's saying. You will testify. In Jesus' name. John chapter 20. I'll read from verse 19. Or for ease of understanding, let me read the first few verses of the chapter that I jump to 19. So John chapter 20 from verse 1. Now, on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb early while it was still dark and saw that the stone had been taken away from the tomb. Then she ran and came to Simon Peter and to the other disciples whom Jesus loved and said to them, they have taken away the Lord out of the tomb and we do not know where they had laid him. Peter therefore went out and other disciples and were going to the tomb. So they both ran together and the other disciple outran Peter, came to the tomb first. And he, stooping down and looking in, saw the linen clothes lying there, yet he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came following him and went into the tomb and he saw the linen clothes lying there and the handkerchief that had been around his head, not lying with the linen clothes, but folded together in a place by itself. Then the other disciples who came to the tomb first went in also and he saw and believed for as yet they did not know. The scripture, the disciples did not know the scripture. That he must rise again from the dead. Then the disciples went away again to their own homes. I'll skip now to 19. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear, 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 fear. For fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in the midst and said to them, Peace be with you. And when he had said these, he showed them his hands and his sides. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. Why the hand and the sides? The same body on the cross is the same one you are seeing. Only that now it's in a glorified form. The holes are there. The damage done are still there. Only that they were not sufficient to put him down and kill him and put him in the grave forever. The same body. So the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. So Jesus said to them again, Peace to you. Everybody shout peace. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. And when he has said these, he breathed on them 
and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. And that we are saying, from now you hold the keys. You see why you cannot afford to leave your future to chance? You hold the keys. But really, what I'm stressing here is this. He breathed on them and he said, Receive ye the Holy Spirit. Somebody say, Holy Spirit. Glory be to God in the highest. Quickly, what's the implication of this? Many have argued that um, that's it. That's the Holy Ghost. So what are you talking about? About Holy Ghost after that. And so we have denominational doctrines divided on this particular thing. Because particularly, I want to talk on the Holy Spirit this morning. Receive ye the Holy Spirit. But the same Jesus, watch this, in Acts chapter 1, flip there quickly with me, Acts chapter 1, from verse 4, Acts chapter 1 verse 4, I'll read quickly. I'm being assembled together, this is about 40 days after resurrection, seven weeks thereabout. And being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you have heard from me. Let me go back. Being assembled together, he employed them. Would that be a right word? He begged them. He suggested to them. Would that be the right word? What did he do? Can somebody tell me again what he said, what he did to them? He commanded them. Command. Command is expected to be obeyed. It wasn't a suggestion. These same people that he breathed on and said, receive, and they did. He's now commanding them. Follow me. He commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise. To wait for what? I can hear you. I can hear you. The promise. The promise. To wait for the promise of the Father. Which he said, you have heard from me. For John truly baptized with water. But you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. But he said, received. Now he's commanding them to go wait. Wait for what they promised. And was it? You'll be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Good. Therefore, when they had come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, will you at this time restore the king? <laughs> because when things happen this way, there are restoration. When the Spirit comes, there are restoration. So, but look at the restoration they're thinking of. Restore the kingdom to Israel. And he said to them, It is not for you, verse 7, to know times 
or seasons which the Father has put in his own authority. But you shall receive what? Come on, talk to me, church. You shall receive what? I can hear you. If you are looking for this power to be effective in your life, henceforth, shout it again. You shall receive, you shall receive what? Power in the name of Jesus. Woohoo! But you shall receive power. How? When the Holy Spirit come upon you. And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and to the end of the earth. To the extent that you understand and you believe and you release your faith in the power. It's, it's to that extent that you will be a witness. There is no other way apart from that. What we try to do, we try to do the things of the Spirit carnally. So we struggle. Everything God has concluded and done for us through the cross of Jesus Christ until we believe it, we know it, believe it and receive it by faith. We don't manifest the grace. When an error, when droves will rush into the church, when going becomes our lifestyle, going into all the world. Anywhere you go, a witness. Uh-uh. It's a natural thing. Anywhere life takes you, oh glory, light. Jesus is glorified there. So it's not only on Saturday when we go out. What about your office? You go out on Saturday, carrying the Bible in your office, you are worse than devil? God forbid, in Jesus' name. Who will hear you? I see droves. What does that when we go out? Before you leave there, your light has already been announced. It's a lifestyle. So now we have seen, as it were, two times the same Jesus talking of the Holy Spirit. But some things he made clear there. Hallelujah. He never talked of the Spirit until after resurrection. At least, they are receiving it. He has spoken about it before. So he said, which I, you have heard from me before. But as to receive, receive. No, 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 no. It was after he resurrected. Of what use is your Sunday Sunday Christian when you don't even know who you are and what you have? A lot of babies in the body of Christ. But there is place for maturity in the body of Christ. Please follow me closely. Hallelujah. So what happened when he came? What happened there? Did they receive? Yes. What did they receive? Eternal resurrection life. Everybody say life. life. <laughs> Somebody shout again. Life. life. They received life. Listen to this. When he carved the mud from the dead in the Garden of Eden, how did he get life? <sighs> there is no creation without his breath. So the beginning of the new creation was what you saw there. So until then, the disciples were not born again. But did they ever confess Jesus as Lord? Yes! 
And that was the definition of born again in the Old Testament. When you confess him as Lord. How did they get to know that? They looked up to the promise, the fulfillment of the promise of the sacrifice, the one and the same sacrifice that will come, that was being represented by all the rituals and the sacrifices in the temple. So they were looking forward to that. But in the New Testament, it has happened. We look back at it. We come from the place of he has died and resurrected. Hallelujah. So I believe. And see what the Bible says. Cutsy, Apostle Paul. John chapter 10, verse 9. If you confess the Lord Jesus, hello, and you believe with your heart that what? He has risen from the dead. They do read as of then. They were yet to know the scripture that said he would rise. So they didn't believe. But that day, they believed. So they are believing and their confession, boom! They became New Testament born again. Ha! That's the difference between the born again in OT and NT. Is somebody here with me? So did they receive the Spirit? Yes, sir. As what? Eternal life. Resurrection, life. Resurrection, power. So it's life. So what, so what was he telling them to do? Because now that you have received life, you are qualified to receive power. Uh-huh. And that's why not everybody that has life has the power. And yet we are going to heaven. Whether you believe it or not, it's the truth. Read your Bible. Is it possible to have the power without life? No, sir. That power must be questioned. But there are powers there. There are different. There are all kinds of powers now. There are satanic miracles. But the power of God, which surpasses all powers, it comes into the resurrected soul. It comes where there is life. It is a build up on the life of God. Praise the Lord. So you can now see why the Bible says he commanded them. Tell your neighbor, are you born again? I hope you understand that coming to church is not born again. You can dress up like everybody and come every time and you come earlier than everybody until the day you make up your mind and you say, I receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. And you confess your mouth that he rose from the dead. That's when you get born again. <laughs> and that's why you don't just copy anybody in church. You copy Jesus. Yes, I mean it. You don't just copy anybody in church. Copy Jesus. That's the Bible. You know what, what I fear the most in my life? Even where I am struggling with a habit, God help me, deliver me, that my habit will not cause other people to fall. God forbid in the name of Jesus. You are a light to the Gentiles. If the Gentiles know your secret, how can you preach to them? And your secret does not glorify Jesus. How can they? I feel the fire all over my hands. If you are the kingpin in the dark world, how can they? Jesus is Lord. What 
What we call the fear of God is, Lord, let my life be a witness to you. That's the fear of God. Help me by your spirit. Remove every hypocrisy from me. So it was a command. It was a command. And he said, see, I've spoken about this to me, with you before. Because of time, if you go to John 14, 16, to show where he has spoken about it before, shall we read together? And I will pray the Father, and will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever. Go ahead. The Spirit. So wait a minute. So when he say another helper, he wasn't talking of another man called prophet. So don't believe any lie of anybody. The same Bible said the Spirit. I say, no, when he say by there, it means prophet. Prophet is called prophet in it. It means the Holy Ghost. Whom the world cannot receive. Because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him. How did you know him? You have received. You have life. You have received him. There's been a regeneration of your spirit, man. For he dwells with you and will be how? In you. So he has spoken to them before. So that they went, hmm, boom, started living in them. In the Garden of Eden, it was the first creation. This time, it was the new creation. The two of them required his breath. Give me Amplified. When you get home, you can look at it. In John chapter 15, it's there. John chapter 16, is there. I mean, he taught extensively on these things. Okay, look at the Amplified. And I will ask the Father and he will give you another what? Comforter. Helper, comforter. Uh-huh. And what does that mean? Another counselor. See, men can counsel you, but you have a permanent counselor on the inside. You have a permanent helper. They wonder, you can't see your back. He's guarding your back. Your intercessor. You don't even know how to pray as you ought to. Haven't you read it before? He's the one that intercedes for you. Uh-huh. He's your advocate. He will defend you. And no man defends you, he will defend you. He is your strengthener. Even when your physical strength, when he will come through for you. I will give you another. You see why now? You must tarry until you get him. What do you, what do you think I achieve without him? He's your standby. You know what standby means? You've ever seen bodyguard. Bodyguards are limited. They only do what you tell them to do. He is more legible than you. But he's a gentleman. He's stronger than you. Intellectually. Spiritually. Anyhow. But until you involve him. But he's always stand by. The day the devil thinks, Hey, I got him. He said, Holy Ghost, help me. The devil is in trouble. <laughs> the devil is in trouble. He created the devil. He didn't make him the devil. I feel the fire. So that's what he was talking about. See where he was talking about it? He spoke about it before he went to the cross. It's a command. Now he said that the promise of the Father. Look, they said we have more than 7,000 promises there about in the Bible. We only have one that is referred to as the promise. It was the coming and the filling of the Holy Spirit. Only one. Someone shout, Holy Spirit! <laughs> no wonder the, 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 the songwriter, the psalm says, he says, Holy Spirit, move me now. 
So I don't know. Have you ever been? Have you ever? Have you ever been faced with some troubles that you don't know how? You look, you look overwhelmed. Say, Holy Spirit, move me now. Make my all again. Come on. Then you say, Spirit move. me. And even through me, Spirit move. That's when the same place where you will be ridiculed. You only need to turn around. They will bow in worship. Move, Holy Spirit. They promise. Glory be to God in the highest. Acts 2. You see, after the day of Pentecost, see what they said. From 31. So he, foreseeing this, spoke by foreknowledge of the resurrection of Christ, David, uh-huh, the Messiah, that he was not despised in death and left in Hades, state of departed spirits. Nor did his body no decay to see destruction. This Jesus, I like that. Everybody say this Jesus. God raised up. So who did he raise up? Uh-huh. And of that, all we, his disciples, are what? Witnesses. Well, go ahead. Now, being therefore lifted high. Who are we talking about? Aha. Uh-huh. Lifted high by and toward the right hand of God. And having received. Come on, everybody say received. From who? The Father. What did he receive? Come on. What did he receive? The blessing, which is the Holy Spirit. Can you see that? He knew what he was saying in Acts chapter. The promise of Father, which you've heard from me. Aha. Uh-huh. Holy Spirit, he has made this outpouring, which what? If you yourself both see today and hear. And what was he talking about? On the day of Pentecost, Acts chapter 2 verse 1, Acts chapter 2 verse 1, Acts chapter 2 verse 1, write it down, go home and study. On the day of Pentecost, when the day of Pentecost had come, what happened? They were gathered in the upper room. And then, so all of a sudden, like the sound of a rushing mighty wind, what? The Holy Ghost, what? Fill the place, like, like the sound of a rushing mighty wind. And then what happened? To put Acts 2 one quickly. So what was he saying in what we just read? He was saying, now, see, you're all gathered. And you are looking at us. And Peter, who was fearful, was bold enough to stand up and declare. That was when 3,000 people suddenly gave their lives. Transformation. And yet, they had had life before. But now they have power. Woo-hoo. I'm talking to us. I'm activating the power in somebody here this morning. He just said, he said, it will be with you and it will be in you. When the Lord Pentecost had fully come, they were all with what? If anybody is coming to cause division in the church or in your family, run from them. They are not your friends. I'm not joking. Run! They are creating troubles for you. All with one accord. But when the Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And what? Suddenly, there came what? A sound. From where? 
heaven. <laughs> As of a rushing mighty wind. And he did what? Filled the whole house where they were sitting. He did what? Filled the whole house where they were sitting. Uh-huh. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire. And one sat upon all of them. Each of them. Uh-huh. So you are not just a number. You are not just a statistic. As far as the kingdom is concerned. You are special. On each of them. And they were all what? Filled. <laughs> with, the, with who? The Holy Ghost. Holy Spirit. <laughs> and they began to speak with other tongues. As the Spirit gave them utterance. And people wait for the... You think, you think the Spirit will come and talk for you? You have to begin to speak. Because he's giving utterance. Open your mouth. Run the and they were dwelling in Jerusalem, devoted men from every nation under heaven. Glory, 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 glory. And when this sound of call, the multitude came together and were confused because everyone had them speaking in his own language. Then they were all amazed and marveled, saying to one another, Look, look, uh, not all these ones who speak Galileans, and how is it that we hear each one in our language in which we were born? Pastor, but you see, when we speak, people don't hear the language. There's a spirit language, prayer, language of prayers, and there's prophecy. But most of the time, when they receive the Holy Ghost and the speaking tongues, they prophesy. People don't know that. Ah, no, but it's this tongue. Ah, have you forgotten that tongue interpretation? Tongue, diverse tongues and interpretation is exactly the same as prophecy. In family link, we tell you that diverse tongues and interpretation equals prophecy. Straight. That's why Paul will say, if you speak in tongues, two, three, let there be an interpretation. So that the being prophesied to hear. Prophecy can come through tongue interpretation and it can come with direct word. Oh, tomorrow this, 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 Oh, that's prophecy. But it can come shark and tap. And this same me can interpret all. While I finish, she goes up and say, and thus said the Lord. And you speak it, interpret it to you. So why are they here? When the Holy Ghost came, some were prophesying in tongues. First Corinthians 14. And people use that to confuse themselves. You read in the Bible, he said, and they prayed for them, listened to them, and they, and they were filled with, and they spoke in tongues and prophesied. Go and check. Praise the Lord. But quickly, let's analyze what happened. I'm enjoying this. This is what I'm called to do. To see you rise up and be all that God wants you to be in the kingdom. But how can you be when you don't know you have the power? Analyze what happened. They gathered together in one accord. And suddenly, <laughs> they were believing God, waiting for the promise. And suddenly, woo! The Bible said the place was filled. Number one, the whole place was filled. And that's why I said you must be baptized. It's not sprinkling of the Holy Ghost. Drenched with the Holy Ghost. I mean, it's like water coming and filling out the whole of this place. And we are seated here. Of course. Every part of your body, even your eyes that you like to shut, water will enter. Even your eyes. That before anything, water will enter. No matter how much you shut your nose, water will enter. And how much more? Breath. 
is an immersion. You know what somebody said? You know, John said it. He said, I baptize with water. But he who is coming is better than me. He will baptize you. He will baptize you with the Holy Ghost. So everything is dunking. But what happens is that the one with water is that we lower you into water. Then we lift you up. But that one, he falls on you. It's from above. We are baptized from above. So shall Holy Ghost, shall Holy Spirit help me. That's his ministry. That's exactly his ministry. He's here to help you. First stage, fill the place. Second stage, fill the individual. Everyone was personally, there was an infilling. Third stage, there was an outflow, there was overflow. When you are filled, you will and the outflow does not just stop with that that's one sign and what are the other outflows in my name you cast out devils what are the outflows you lay your hands on the skin they will recover what are the outflows you take point they will not hurt you what are the outflows you step on something and cry. what are the outflows signs and wonders miracle is an introduction, introduction to the spiritual world so it's the holy ghost holy spirit holy spirit you are welcome in my life, in my home, in my marriage, in my health, in my ministry, in my finances. Holy Ghost! What did they receive? They had to receive eternal resurrection life. Here, they receive manifest, supernatural Power. That one is life. This is power. And you receive power. He said it. You see, if you don't know it, you don't believe it, you don't believe it, you don't have it. There's no hide and seek about it. There's no, there's no, there's no in between. So what did they receive? They receive boldness. The same Peter. <laughs> what did he receive? Inside the scripture. Peter. Peter that was messing around. Jesus, Jesus he said, get behind me, Satan. The same Peter got up and began to open his mouth. There was no polite revelation there, no. I hope you know. By the time he finished, 3,000 people. You want to understand scriptures? Holy Ghost. He's the teacher. <laughs> he's the teacher. Your life can't be the same for me now. In the name of Jesus, I feel the fire. I feel the fire. He will help your brains, help your mind, help your system, whether physical or so. It will help. It will strengthen. He is the Creator. He created your inward parts. What did they receive? The Bible says, "Inflow." Over fear, inflow, outflow. Ah. From there, the whole of Jerusalem was in trouble. Ah. Which branding can be more? The whole of Jerusalem. He said, When you see that power, I say, Jerusalem, Judea, the whole of Sam, the end. He will announce you. What did they receive? No, I'm saying so much power. What does power manifest to? Boldness, insight, 
they were released into apostolic ministry. What did they receive? An earnest, the pledge, a down payment. You, say, you know what the Holy Ghost does? It's like the life you are going to enjoy in full forever. This is, you can begin to enjoy it from now. Just have a bit of it from now. You can live heavenly life now. You can live like you are in heaven now. The Holy Spirit. Shall we write? Tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. P.O. Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you.